Good morning, everyone. Uh, Friday, the 6th of August. Hopefully you're all good, wherever you are. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat on uh, on this Friday. Good uh, good weather where I am. Hopefully it's uh, fine where you are. I was chatting with a friend last night. They were talking up the snow down there in uh, in the mountains in Victoria. I was pretty... Uh, I was pretty uh, bummed about not being able to get out and about skiing this year. Hopefully you are safe wherever you are. Good morning, everyone. Good to see you guys jumping on now. James, Justin, uh, Nicole. Morning, my love. Judy. Oh, yeah. Bunch of the crew are jumping in there now. Jimmy, Dean. Dion, there's Sean and Graham. Ah, oh, Graham, yeah, we've missed you, Graham. Where you been? Hope you hope you're well, butter. Yeah, Nicole, Craig, morning. There we go. We've got uh, got everyone in the house. Hey, great to have you guys here today. Awesome to see everyone jumping on now. The old live streams warmed up. Um, welcome to another Wealth Coffee chat. For those who don't know me, if you're new, give us a shout out in the chat. Say new. Morning, Alison. Jason Whitten's my name. Been property investing over 20 years, helping property investors just like you. Over 18 across two countries. And um, each morning, get together with you guys, have a bit of a, a bit of a chat, a bit of a yarn about what's going on. And um, I thought today, this one is a bit of a shout out from, let me just grab my note here for a second. Stick with me. Uh, Lauren. This one's a shout out to Lauren. Uh, Lauren Retty, uh, and Lauren sent me a bit of a message um, a few weeks ago now uh, about the principal place of residence strategy, um, and uh, I'm going to talk about that today. Yeah, another seven days for Vic lockdown. Wherever you are, team, stay safe, stay well. Um, reach out if you've got any stresses or challenges, but um, we can do this together. We stick together. We'll get through it. That's what I do know. Um, hey, Chris, all the way from Perth. Good to see you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Awesome to have you on today as well. Uh, got Chris here. Got uh, Laura and Rodney and Nathan. Great to see you guys. Hey, listen, our home, our principal place of residence, our PPR, um, is one of the places, one of the opportunities we have as property owners to to. Uh, have a tax-free asset. Now, um, it's an interesting conversation I want to sort of weave it into today. There's a number of places that we can have some legal, legal uh, tax-free returns and tax-free gains. And I want to talk about those uh, in a second. And uh, I want to um, maximize the conversation, the understanding around your place of residence. So while I get myself set up, give me a shout out in the chat. Our home is capital gains tax-free if we ever sell it. Our principal place of residence. Where are the other few places, two or three places, that we can own properties or any asset, really, and we can get a capital gains tax-free uh, sale price or a return? Chuck that in the chat for me uh, while I get myself sorted. There are a number of places. Yeah, Dane's on it. Right. Number one, our PPR. Okay, our principal place of residence, if we have a home 
that we live in. It's nominated as our Prince Place of Residence. We can sell that property and we will pay no capital gains tax, no tax on that property on its sale, which is awesome, which is excellent. Big tick in the box um, as we go. That's one of the benefits of a Prince Place of Residence. <coughs> um, often uh, we give that a bit too much credence, but that's not what, what today's about. Today's about maximizing this opportunity right here. Uh, number two, um, where can we have... <laughs> Dean's, Dean, Dean, you stole my joke, Dean. <laughs> uh, there you go. Hey, Kevin, all the way from Florida, I think. You're dialing in. Good to see you, mate. Uh, Prince Place of Residence, boom. Um, super. Now, um, there's a uh, there's a, a certain age and a certain thing with super. At a certain point, when your super has finished its accumulation and now it's in income retirement phase, um, at a point you can pay no tax or up to a, a threshold, up to a dollar amount. Okay, up to a certain amount. Okay. $1.7 million of assets per person, et cetera, et cetera. So there's some rules around it, but technically, for most of us, for most of us, unfortunately, we're not going to get more than $1.7 million into our super, even if we tried. Um, it's an interesting one, like the government dangles out this carrot, go, oh, look here, you know, self-fund yourself because we can't afford to pay you a, a pension, and then they make it bloody difficult for us to get money in there. It frustrates the crap out of me anyway. Um, so super, yes, and it's irrelevant whether it's shares, whether it's gold, whether it's even Bitcoin. I wouldn't be buying Bitcoin right now, to be honest, but um, that's, uh, that's just me. Um, property, whatever. In super, it's about the, um, the structure that holds it, gang, um, that holds it uh, as you go. All right, number three, uh, and this is kind of a little sort of, uh, oh, not, not a trick one, but a business owner, a business owner, a business sale, okay? So business owners have the possibility to sell their business and or a property they ran their business from. There's a couple of rules. And at the moment, if you qualify, it's a $2 million, a $2 million capital gains tax-free concession. Okay, so like, awesome, wow. So if you think about this, when we look at this, and uh, Dean, uh, Dean nicked my joke. There is a fourth way. You can be a politician and you can get two. The second PPR, politicians get two capital gains tax-free properties, gang. How's that? How's that? <laughs> but anyway, so these are the three we've got to work with, gang. Um, and... Uh, I'm going to work with this one today. We're going to talk about our Prince Place of Residence, our PPR, and how we can maximise that as we roll over the next, um, you know, 15, 20, 30 years, okay? Because if you have a look at our timeline and our, uh, our process that we go through, you guys know this, the three stages of, of our property wealth. In acquisition, most of us, um, start out with um, our home, our PPR, and we use our PPR often as our deposit machine. It's a place where we get some money from 
and then you know we've we get a chance to buy investment properties with it, which is fantastic, which is great. The thing with a principal place of residence, where we start now, and where we want to be in twenty or thirty years time with our own home, is an opportunity to create more wealth. Okay, so we at uh, what we do. We teach a system, a strategy called the PPR Upgrade Strategy, all right? So I want to talk to you guys about the PPR Upgrade Strategy. And let's just say right now, for example, wherever you started out, maybe you purchased, I'm just going to use $500,000 because that's good round numbers, okay? Good round numbers. Now, I do know um, owning a principal place of residence, depending on how much debt you have, if you set yourself up properly, um, and you accelerate the home loan debt being paid off. Um, uh, because, gang, what is it? So your home, your principal place of residence, the house that you live in, that debt is not tax deductible. You guys know this. It doesn't create an income. There's no tax deductions on your home loan debt, like the, the home that you live in. Now, the only value in that is the equity slash value in the property, the capital growth. And a lot of people don't use it. I talk about this all the time. Lazy money. Crikey. $500,000 value. And let's say over a 10 to 15 year period, you could have this property paid off to zero. So that, let's say that debt was four hundred, And in this period, you'd pay that debt down to zero. Okay. So you've got two decisions at this point in time. So the owner-occupier debt gang, even if you're using the Prince Place of Residence as security for some investment properties, no problems. Still, the debt that is your uh, personal owner-occupier debt, pay it down. Investment properties, perfectly fine. They can help us accelerate that debt reduction. Matter of fact, you guys know this. But we get to a point and we've got our owner-occupier home paid off. Now, we ask ourselves, we have two choices. Number one, it is the upgrade slash reno where you are. Maybe that property is in a good location, but now that property is 20, 30, 40 years old. It needs to be improved. So you renovate or upgrade that property. Let's say it's now worth uh, $1 million. Let's say it's now worth $1 million. You've got zero debt on it. You might use 200 or 300K of that to renovate, reno the property, okay? So now you maximize the property in location, okay? Now the challenge is in this PPR upgrade strategy here, the reno strategy, maybe that suburb that you could afford when you first started Maybe there's other better suburbs now that you've built your investment portfolio, you know, your, your wages, uh, your salaries and wages have increased. You can buy, technically you could buy a better suburb, okay? So there's one, renovated in place, or two, sell and upgrade from here, okay? Now, technically, you've got to work out the budget and the math, Okay, but what I like to do is I like to say, um, what would be a, an affordable, comfortable position for you to be in? So right now, you could upgrade 
depending on your lender and your cash flow, you could go from a million dollar property, I would say to 1.5 to 2 million. So now you could double the value of your location. You could go no debt, 50% LVR. 50% LVR is quite a safe loan to value ratio. You get good borrowing terms. And again, now you start the debt reduction process. You want to pay that off again in 10 to 15 years time. So let's say we bought it for $2 million. We only had a $1 million debt on it. Again, in period of time over here, this property now is worth $4 million. This is 20 to 30 years later. So gang, remember this, this takes time. And do you know what? Why shouldn't you? Like think about this. If you're now 35, 40, 50, you're only going to be 65, 70 here. Your property now is worth $4 million with zero debt. And if you were to sell that property, boom, tax-free, no tax. So for me and you, think about this, all right? As we go along, opportunity between two or three times to upgrade our principal place of residence along our investment journey, okay? Because the home we live in is tax-free. Now, come down here and let's have a look at this. You've got this property. It's worth $4 million. Let's say, let's say your family, you want, you want to keep that property in the family, okay? And you're, um, you're retired and you want some extra cash. Perfectly fine. Sell that property to your family for a million bucks. Get some cash out and maybe your children can take over that property, keep it in the family. All right? Tax-free cash out for you. You could mortgage against the property, take a million dollars out and maybe the kids just continue and own that property. There's a multiple of choices at that point that you could uh, do some things with. Um, and right now, this sort of idea team, when we combine the idea that we have one, let's call it, let's just call it, let's just, let's just be conservative and let's just say, if you had a strategy right now that you could have a, a sale of your PPR at the right time, at the right time, it's, you know, whatever it is, it might be 65, 70, $3 million tax-free. Two people in a couple, two, uh, a couple, $1.7 million uh, each is $3.4 million of assets in your super tax-free, 6.4 mil tax-free. Right, so that's a possibility. Every single person here listening in has the capacity or has the ability to do it. Where are your resources going? Where are you putting your resources? Where's your focus? Okay. So I like the idea of understanding where our money is going to be most efficient and then having a plan. And team, it's going to take time. All right. Property is not get rich quick. Anyone trying to flog you a get rich quick scheme, uh, run a million miles. This process will take us between 15 and 20 years to maximize and get done. Um, as you go, okay? So um, if you don't know how to execute that, if you don't know how to implement it, 
get on it with your coach. All right, you guys have got your coaches. Your coaches are doing these things. They're, they're eating their own cooking and they're maximizing their wealth now and into the future, okay, uh, as you go. So uh, a couple of questions came through, which is, which is cool. Um, where to live is the question from the original PPR. Yeah, so um, Nicole and Ashley kind of um, sort of answered the questions. You could leave the original Prince Place of Residence as an investment property if you wanted to. Now, the challenge for that, Ashley and, and Nicole, is that um, we don't get that big chunk of cash to invest and buy the next home really low debt. Now, it all depends on your, uh, your incomes and cash flow and whatever. And certainly, there's a number of ways to skin the cat and maximize this strategy, team. Okay? Okay. Um, you can certainly buy a new Prince Place of Residence and rent the old one out. Um, and matter of fact, you've got, there's a bit of a rule. You can go and rent somewhere. You've got six years to sell a Prince Place of Residence, um, capital gains tax-free if you don't uh, nominate a new one. And if you do nominate a new one, you've got two years to, you know, transition from one property to another. Check in with your accountant about, you know, the, the fine details of this stuff. But, you know, team, um, that's the sort of thing you can do. So Tony asked as well, you know, can you keep it as an investment property? The answer is yes, Tony. There is no problems with that. The challenge is you don't get a big chunk of cash and capital to purchase the new PPR um, and help you accelerate debt reduction faster. So, um, But again, team, this is just a big overview strategy. And depending on your incomes and your position and other cash and income positions that you might have at that point in time, you might be able to just Keep that one as an investment property and then upgrade to a better property as you go forward. So hopefully that makes sense, gang. Um, that was a shout out for Lauren. Um, and hopefully that answered some of your questions, strategies, and we need to understand, you know, how to make sure we hunker down and keep ourselves focused and uh, watch the dollars and cents at the moment and um, make sure that we don't, uh, um, uh, don't do anything too um, crazy just yet, but uh, team, join me tonight. Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, Andy Fenton and I are going to be debriefing the week and making sure uh, we try and make sense of what's going on when it comes to the property market and the share market and so on. So five o'clock, join us for a glass of wine and a bit of a chat. Um, um, there you go. All right, that's it. I'm done. Wealth, Wine, uh, wealth, wine and Wisdom tonight and uh, Wealth Coffee Chat over and out. You guys be awesome, be well um, as you go. Nicole, you're still like Harvey Bay. It's a nice place to live, Nicole. Um, I wouldn't invest there. Not <laughs> All good. You guys are awesome. Thanks for joining me. Adios. Be well. See you tonight. Bye-bye.